Hello and welcome back to the NR Podcast. I'm your co-host, Ryan. And I'm your other co-host, Addison. And here today we have our special guest, Regina. Hello. And so today we are reviewing the show Trinkets Season 1. Trinkets is about a grieving teenager, Elodie, who finds an unsuspected connection with two classmates, Mo and Tabitha, at her new high school when they all land in the same Shoplifters Anonymous group. So let's hop right into it. Um, overall, I actually liked the intro scene. Uh, oh my god, I already forget what it was. <laughs> but I said that I really liked it. Oh my god, the fact that I don't remember it makes me really mad. Because oh. it was something with Elodie. I'm so mad that I forget this. But, and then like transitioned into the school, and then you meet uh, Rochelle, I think that's what she calls herself. Oh my god. Oh, what were you guys' opinions on Rochelle? Jesus Christ. Uh, she's just so rude. Like, no. Who's Rochelle again? She's, she's like, uh, the, the girl who, yeah. She's the not even clingy. The one uh, who's she's like, the girl. Oh, my dad oh okay, the one yeah, that yeah. the dad made her be friends with her. Yeah. I didn't really like her because she kind of seemed like she thought she was the coolest person a little bit. Yeah. Being like, oh yeah, I'm just hanging out with Elodie because my dad said I had to. Yeah. But then like, Elodie ends up being closer to like the quote unquote like popular girl than she is. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The interesting is, I think it's the scene where you see later in the in the show when they're um stealing from that store i like that interesting because it sets up obviously what the show is about yeah but yeah also like with rochelle my god one of the notes that i had which me didn't made me hate her was the fact so when tabitha and brady break up and tabitha's like ah broke up with you and then brady is saying that um he broke up with Tabitha. Like, Rochelle literally believed Brady over Tabitha. Yeah. Girl. Dumb. You're dumb. Why would you believe Brady? Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, di- didn't like her. Like, I-, I didn't even see the point of having her as a character. Yeah, true. Like, because I feel like a good replacement, and I actually did want to see more of them, was AJ. AJ? AJ could have replaced pretty much all the scenes with Rochelle. I guess, yeah. Because A, I want to see more of AJ. Because I said, he's really nice, and I like how his feminine side, like the fact that he wears makeup and stuff. Uh, isn't played up to be as a joke where it is usually or not usually I don't think I've seen it where it's not except on pose where it's not played up as a joke yeah so that was a very good breath of fresh air to -hmm. see a very feminine person who isn't like above a joke and he's like obviously you don't learn that much about him but like from what you learn you can tell that he's there like not as comedy but more of 
Kind of like a side character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and then speaking of introductions as well, what were your guys' thoughts when you first meet Tabitha and Mo in the um, bathroom, I guess? Oh, um, I don't really know. I guess I was just kind of like, there's the other two characters. Because, <laughs> like, you kind of know that they're going to be friends eventually. It's sort of just like a... Yeah. Because yeah. Mm -hmm. we, we've all watched this show before, hey. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Plus, I mean, just from, like, if you watch the trailer, it definitely... Yeah. 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 Like, for me... Whole... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just to say, it's just, like, a typical, they're not friends, they become friends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Unlikely trio. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Regina? Like, uh, I kind of understood how she tried to relate to Mo and was, like, gosh they're like such they're not very nice are there are they and then mo's like being all emo and blows smoke in her face yeah like, mm, that was so brutal yeah that was really gross like if you're gonna yeah. vape in the bathroom vape in the bathroom don't buy personally for me i so i had two notes and that made me like one of the notes actually kind of made me think throughout the whole show could have been really more interesting if you played that up. So with Tabitha, I said, Tabitha sucks. I hate the whole, I seem perfect, but I'm not perfect. That's so overplayed. However, <laughs> however, I like it if it were she hates herself because maybe she has like bulimia or something like that because her mom, as she's introduced, is very, um, looks are everything that she's, She's a literal Instagram influencer. And, yeah. like, it could be very interesting. Uh, or it would have been very interesting to see, like, if maybe throughout the whole show, Tabitha is like, I'm not perfect, uh, but I seem perfect, and inside I'm crumbling, because maybe she'd look, because, like, she's skinny, because, like, she, you know, maybe she has, like, an eating disorder, like bulimia, and then it could have very interesting to see how that plays in with everything and then maybe that could have because well obviously this is based on a book but like i don't know i would i would have kind of liked to see more than i seem perfect but not because like you didn't really get any depth on I that i, I kind of liked her because it was like we kind of saw how her mom her dad cheated on her mom and so her mom mm -hmm. didn't really like learn any respect for herself or how to just like leave a guy just because he's not treating her right because her own dad was doing it. Yeah. And so you kind of see her mom passing that on to her whenever she's like, oh, like you guys will get through this. You always do instead yeah. of actually listening to Tabitha. Yeah. Like especially um, the boat scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think yeah. like especially when like somebody is abused for a long time they start to think oh I'm not perfect but then like everybody's telling her she is so that's kind of probably the mentality mm -hmm. she is in yeah like I agree with what you're saying I do it's just I personally for me I feel like we didn't dig deep enough on her character internally like externally like as you guys yeah. are saying with 
the mom, the dad, and then with Brady abusing her, you could see all these external forces, but you didn't really see how it internally affected her. Like, obviously, like, contrasted with Elodie, because she is, like, the main, main character, Mm -hmm. just in my opinion. And then with Mo as well, the introduction of Mo in the bathroom, she just seems so self-righteous. Like, she's somehow better than Tabitha. And I'm like, but you're not. Like, because, like, obviously, yeah, we, we learned they're going to be friends. But it's just, like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like it could have. I just didn't, I didn't like her intro. I feel like her, the introduction of her being a vapor emo did not fit what I saw through the rest yeah. of the show. Did she even yeah. vape again? No, she didn't. And I was like... <laughs> yeah, that is that is pretty weird that they would have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Introduced her that way. Yeah. And then, like, I just, I just kind of want to get through all the characters because I wrote so many things down. <laughs> yeah. But actually, so... On to Elodie, though. So as I was talking about internal versus external co- kind of conflict, but, like, yeah, with Tabitha. Elodie, she is a dead mom, rejected lesbian kleptomaniac who is a, who's just moved cross-country. Mm-hmm. Bad things. You see that internalized in her with, like, kind of... You see it uh, with just... Because I feel like she has, like, obviously more time on screen. And with Sabine, she talks about, like, how she views the world. And, like... Yeah. Well, maybe I'm sounding contradictory. Uh, But... Here we go. You always hear what Aladi has to say about how everything is affecting her. Like, her mom's deposition how she doesn't want to do that, how being a kleptomaniac and stealing makes her feel good because it makes her feel like she has something. Mm -hmm. But you don't see that with Tabitha, really. Like, you don't see her give a monologue about how, like, uh, with her mom's um, being an Instagram influencer, like, how that's affected her life because, like, bet you anything that probably does or really how her dad's her dad cheating affected her life like you you kind of did see how um Brady abusing her affected her but also it was kind of weird in the sense that because so we haven't had we haven't seen that many abuse victims or ab- abusive couples on screen, obviously. Um, so I haven't, I don't have that much to pull from. So genuinely, the only other comparison I can draw from, from what I remember, it's like the show Euphoria, which I know Regina hasn't oh. seen. That that is yeah. my genuine. That is genuinely the only other toxic relationship. I've really seen on screen and obviously like in the show Euphoria um, it's really 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 bad 
Um, and compared to with Brady and Tabitha, I want to say it's not bad because obviously it's bad, but I feel like it would have been more interesting to to cut to hear what Tabitha really has to say about that because like you learn in episode 10 that Tabitha has gotten bruises from Brady from him grabbing her or hitting her or whatever right but we never see it we never see it and that that's what I feel needs to make her character you need to see it because since this is a visual medium most of our attention is what we see instead of what we hear if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say there's also that show with the, uh, I, I think I brought it up in a different podcast episode too, but a show with the parents and they're in Monterey and there's like, they all have first graders. Oh, Big Little Lies. Yeah, there's also an abuse yeah, relationship yeah. in that show. Oh yeah, uh, with the adults, yes. Yeah. And Regina, I'm guessing you still haven't watched that show, right? Uh, no, I have not. Yeah. yeah. That That's a good example as well, uh, Addie. But yeah, same with Big Little Lies. You, uh, the character, whatever her name is, Celeste, yeah. you see her give monologues at her therapy sessions about how, True. like, the internal and the external bruises, and you actually do see um all the bruises on her skin yeah as well so well especially since the show got a tvma rating you would think that they could dive more yeah because they said the f word oh and that was the only reason yeah yeah i mean then again like i guess it is different with like high schoolers because you know most often you're more closed off or actually I don't know I mean I think you are more closed off in high school than as you get older mm-hmm. and especially because you sorry I was just gonna say especially because like you have to I guess live with your parents or somebody so you kind of feel more trapped in any situation that you're in yeah. Because you can't just up and leave the country. Yeah. Also, her parents, like, kept letting Brady in when she wouldn't have. Yeah. yeah. But I think sad. also with this is, like, we don't see, like, the physical abuse, but I think we get, like, a pretty good notion because we see, like, how manipulative and how much, like, mental abuse yeah. he's done. Like, yeah. when he's yeah. like, I'll go to the police unless you get back together with me. Or when he, like, posts on her Instagram without, like, instead of her. Yeah, like, hacking yeah. into her and then posting her. I, yeah, I, yeah, those are qualified as nudes, right? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Which is disgusting. Yeah. But she said, like, we... in the show, I think she said at the time, like, she's posted, like, herself with less clothes on it's just the fact that like violation the way he was controlling her yeah yeah and like obviously a violation of privacy because those were probably uh photos specifically for brady because yeah. obviously intention is a big thing when it comes to stuff like that 
yeah uh yeah like i i agree with your point regina about like the emotional manipulation because it is true that you don't have to physically abuse someone to have control over them but like it's like a mental game and it does seem like brady is pulling all the strings because we obviously don't know what brady's class is like if he's rich or poor or whatever and we know tabitha's mm -hmm. rich but like well he's rich his car <laughs> Right? His car, and he, like, got her an Apple Watch. Yeah, and also can, like, I guess this doesn't necessarily determine class and whatnot, but he can afford to go to Stanford. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that that's probably a big thing, because it seemed like he was going to get, like, an athletic scholarship, and I'm well, I guess I guess there are tiers for athletic scholarships. It can be like a singular amount, different amounts each year, or full ride. But yeah, uh, should we move on to one of the other? Well, I sh I was gonna say love interest, but Brady isn't a love interest. Male characters. Um, <laughs> do you guys want to move on to Luca or Noah? Luca or Noah? Yeah. Does anyone have any notes on them? Because I have a, a good amount of notes on Luca. Kind of. Um, I don't think I have much, no. But, uh... Should we know. move on to Luca? Wait, yeah, I was going to say we could go on to Luca. Okay. So, Luca. I don't know how old he is, but he's a predator. Simple. Oh, yeah. So disgusting it is genuinely so disgusting to see predatory behavior glorified. It could have been interesting because he is falling in love with Tabitha. Mm -hmm. Well, we don't know if he's falling in love. Let's just say that. Like, I really hope that he is and he's not a pre. No, 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 no. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Wait, I don't. Remember it actually being stated though, like how old he was. He's uh, he's, he's over eighteen. Yeah, he's definitely over eighteen. He's over eighteen. She just turned seventeen in the show. Also, from what it seemed, he had moved to Portland and stayed there for a few years. He said that he had moved out as soon as he turned eighteen. So that is in reference to possibly he is twenty twenty one. Yeah. That's kind of the vibe that I got. Yeah. Plus the actor himself, I have no idea who he is. Obviously, the age of uh, someone does not determine the age of their character playing, because obviously, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. But, oh, wait, wait. no, because he is, he is 21. Because the party that him and Sabine throw, he's drinking alcohol. Yeah. And... So is Tabitha. Well, <laughs> I'm like, I, I mean, really then don't again. think they're and IDs. Yeah. I'm like, then again, like, they were yeah, also like, having Molly, the teenagers were. I mean, the, the teenagers were having Molly. Yeah, So they were yeah. 17, 16, something like that. Yeah, I, he works at a bar, though. Yeah. Like, so he's definitely at least 21. Yeah. At least I, I think that's the law. I think so. It's 18 or 21. Something yeah. like that. But it does seem like he is a few years older than Tabitha, just from what I got. Yeah. So the fact that he was in love with a 16-year-old girl, I'm just going to say he was 21. And just, like, 
I'm not sure if I'm wrong or right. I'm just going to say about them. That is so gross, and that is so horrible to present as romantic on TV. It could have been interesting to see that because, you know, Tabitha just got out of an abusive relationship, to possibly see maybe in season two, Luca's also manipulative and abusive because maybe he's grooming her or something like that. Maybe. Cause I mean, the girl that Elodie's with, too, is also Oh, I yeah. I, I think the girl that yeah. Elodie's with is like yeah, that, That's thing. grooming as well. That, that was way bigger grooming with the whole yes, groupie thing. Was. Like, Sabine, trash. Trash human. What is she? Oh, my God. She's she like, was she was grooming her and like do come go where I go yeah and she like made her steal the sunglasses from the yeah store, even that, though she was like no I can't yeah and then she's like but do it anyway yeah like oh god like obviously Sabine is a groomer but so is Luca it's gross yeah and I don't like I it mean, I do- even if like they weren't it still should i mean like if you are over 18 and you're dating somebody under 18 i mean like if you're like you were both like 17 i think that's probably more fine but like yeah, like 17 got together before but like after yeah. like it's the okay responsibility well, to be like mm-hmm. this isn't right well <laughs> okay if, like, i would do, like to make a counterpoint to that I feel like someone can get um, an 18-year-old, like, for example, me, I'm 18. I just started 18. I think that would be okay if I got with someone who was 17. Yeah, probably. Like, for me, personally, I wouldn't date someone who had just turned 17, like, I had just turned 18, but someone who would turn 18 in, like, the coming months, like, two or three or something like that. Obviously, personally, for me, you know what? I'm I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't need to explain more, but I like the age difference thing. Like, because I think Brady is eighteen, right? Or yeah. seventeen? No, clue. they don't give the I, ages of the characters, which is, it's fine. It's fine. They're all juniors, though, I believe. All the high schoolers are juniors. Oh, uh, they are. I think they were seniors. <laughs> no, because they're like they're like. Well, well, I thought I thought Brady was a senior because of the whole. Uh, well, actually, no, that would make sense if he was a junior because the whole like, because I've been seeing people at my school get um sports scholarships as yeah. juniors, so I guess that would make sense. Mhm. But yeah, like the whole thing, sub like. Personally, for me, the way that they showed Sabine and Elodie's relationship, I think they actually did do a good job of showing a predatory relationship. It was very similar to uh, when we reviewed and watched the show Umbrella Academy with Leonard and Vanya, how uh, both these characters, Sabine and Leonard, do seem charming in a sense to uh, their opposite, Elodie or Vanya, but you can just tell by their mannerisms that they are horrible. Obviously, Leonard's more obvious because yeah. he's just creepy in general. But Sabine, you can very much... she She's more, like, verbal when it comes to... It's like, you should do what I say. Go where yeah. I go. I'm like, Sabine, do you... Sabine, why are you trying to hook up with a 16-year-old girl? Stop. Yeah. 
I, d I don't like this predatory lesbian behavior, ma'am. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It's not good. And because, so I, I didn't watch the trailer for season two yet. Uh, well, I, I don't think I watched all of it, but just like from what I watched, it picks up right as Elodie, I think, gets back to the school, like after everything or however her and Sabine's relationship go through. So we don't even, so that's not even explored because that has obvious grooming. Mm -hmm. And that really makes me mad because this show is obviously marketed towards teens like us. We're, uh, both you guys are 17 and then I just turned 18 and probably marketed for younger people than us as well, like 16 year old. Maybe even 15, but, you know, the show does have swear. But it's like, the show should not be putting, like, because the show obviously wants to show good morals of, like, feminism and female empowerment, mm -hmm. as well as bring light to other issues like kleptomania, uh, which, yeah. which obviously is, you know, a thing that you don't see that often. Yeah, I mean, even, okay, mm -hmm. even in the show, like, you don't see it that often, like, really? I, in my opinion, yeah, it's like, there's not, like, yes, that's what the show's about, but it's more like, there's probably just the same amount of going to the meetings as actually stealing, or maybe even less stealing than going to the meetings, I don't know, but I don't think it's that much. Personally, for me, I thought it was a, I thought it was a good balance of it. Yeah. What about you, Regina? What What were your opinions on that? I thought that it kind of felt like every time they were stealing, they were kind of like glorifying it. Like there's one huh. time where um, um, Lady does it when she's like really, really angry or something. That kind mm -hmm. of showed like how emotional and stuff, and how it mm -hmm. was like actually something mental and whatnot yeah but mostly um, it's oh. just oh let's just go steal stuff for fun like mm -hmm. guys like who can get the best stuff oh yeah that was yes and it kind of like glorified it and didn't show the actual mm -hmm. like consequences and when you're talking about uh when Elodie was angry you're talking about like um like more or less the opening part like right after the party for uh when Elodie was angry <coughs> bless you um i'm not sure i just remember her like running through the store and like grabbing a ton of stuff and going into the dressing room oh uh the hollister scene yeah yeah i i know what you're talking about now um that scene i think happened right after i think mo confronts tabitha and Elodie. Um, after Mo uh, reveals that she's actually not a shoplifter, which actually, thank you for saying that because I did want to say something about Mo. So I had a question. Is So when we see Mo stealing the wine bottle at the end of the show, is yeah. that her actual first time stealing something? Well, I mean, she stole those, like, what, Spanx? That's what I thought. I was like, time, didn't she steal that at the beginning or did she like 
actually buy them because like maybe she maybe did buy she them. she actually bought them. Because right. like she didn't steal anything at the quote pussy palace because you well maybe she did but I don't think so because like um yeah. the woman was like let me check your backpack and she checks the backpack obviously nothing there and then Tabitha's like quick save Mo and then Mo's like oh, thanks and then Mo's not even like guess what I got yeah like, well yeah. she didn't get anything there but um, yeah I think it's just kind of she does steal stuff just so that she has friends and stuff but she isn't a kleptomaniac. So she's like, kind of, yeah, because I, I don't think she did steal now that Ryan said that because we don't really see her actually stealing it. Yeah. We just kind of see her at the end and it would make sense if she would have bought that, especially because she is like in a lower income family. So that's probably why she got something really cheap. Yeah. Well, no, wait, income. Isn't her mom a nurse, though? Don't nurses make, like, a good amount of money? Oh, no. I'm going to check. Depends. Nurse salary. I'm just going to say California, because why not? Um, nurse I don't sa- know, because it's also, we see Mo's mom picking up a bunch of extra shifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which True. Which alludes yeah. to, like, they need more money. Yeah. Yeah, because from what it seems here, it can yeah. range anywhere between thirty-two thousand and one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year, yeah. which obviously like, is a giant scale. I mean, she does have. She is a, basically a single parent. With she is a single parent. Yeah. Um. So there's maybe that she has to pay for, um, court stuff with, or had to pay for court stuff in the past. And maybe also... Maybe that's why she's picking up these shifts. Yeah, and maybe also... Um, she does have a son, right? We don't see the son, but maybe... Wait, a son? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because uh, she says that she took the fall for her brother's friend mm-hmm. who was over 18. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Th- that is maybe true. he might need money, too. But, like, I don't know. In general, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, I do think that was a good scene to show because I'm not excited, but nervous, I guess, to see how stealing is going to affect Mo because, as we saw before, um, stealing for Alady is kind of like a buzz. She compares it to, like, on drugs, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And for Tabitha, for her, it's kind of more of... Well, I guess for Elodie as well, it's kind of more of, like, a materialistic, like, holds me to the ground, in a sense, type thing. Uh, and yeah. then I feel like with Tabitha, her stealing kind of comes from the fact that maybe, like, it's like a combination combination of like maybe she's like angry at the world, maybe. And like mm-hmm. possibly similar with Elodie, like how she like um just she she wants things. Or I guess she 
because obviously kleptomania is not just wanting things. It's, as they said, it's an addiction. Like, yeah. uh, it's, a, it's a reoccurring inability to resist urges to steal. Yeah, so obviously for Tabitha, she can't really stop herself from, you know, yeah. stealing. But I think it possibly comes from the fact that because it says, so kleptomania, uh, symptoms actually for it, behave, behavioral is compulsive behavior, impulsivity, pleasure after stealing, or urge to steal, mood is anxiety or guilt, and also common things are depression. And like, I'm not sure if that's saying with depression you can become a kleptomaniac, because me, because like it kind of seems like, um, Tabitha does have depression, like a little. She she doesn't show signs of depression really, like but with the whole like her second Instagram account of how she um yeah like is kind of just being like an emo type person thing. I think she's just, you know, expressing her deeper emotions that she wouldn't express with normal people in her life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the thing about with uh, how Tabitha steals lipstick, Elodie mm -hmm. steals, I think she mostly steals, like, jewelry. Yeah. Um, and then I guess that would be interesting in a third season if, um, Mo uh, starts... You mean second? Sorry, second. Yeah. <laughs> when, You're um, good. If Mo starts, like, you know, becoming a kleptomaniac because she's seen it as a good coping mechanism and maybe she'll start becoming addicted to it. She'll yeah. probably, as it seems right now, steal things like alcohol. Yeah. Um, well, I think... She'll also get addicted to alcohol. Oh, uh, that hmm. would be bad. Personally, I think, if anything, I think maybe... Uh, Mo would steal an array of things because so as she said when Elodie shows her the box uh, Mo's like I steal necessities the way that I took it was so when I originally thought that Mo like I actually did forget that Mo isn't actually a kleptomaniac watching the show so obviously yeah um, but I thought she meant by she steals something that she can sell to someone else for money that's what I read it as. And so maybe that yeah. is what she well, might be doing in season two. What think, What are your opinions, Virginia? I don't think she actually oh. Wait, steals Virginia, to sell things, here? though. I said I'm still here. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I, I think that was a one-time well, thing that she stole yeah. to sell. Because, well, she didn't even steal it to sell it. She intended to keep it, but she only sold it because she wanted to go back and see her girlfriend. Oh, yeah, the time or uh, with Elodie's, yeah, with the jacket. Mm -hmm. Well, the the jacket wasn't stolen by Elodie. It was stolen by Tabitha. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Also, so speaking of the box, as I was talking about with Elodie, it would have been interesting if Tabitha also had a box. Maybe she does. And maybe we could see She's it. She's a drawer. Tabitha? Yeah. Oh, wait, did we see it? 
did I miss it yeah, by accident? At one point, I don't remember when, but I. And it's full of like lipsticks and stuff. Yeah, pretty much just lipstick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> probably if she steals clothes, she just puts it in her closet, and her parents probably don't even bat an eye because. They're you know, rich. They're rich. Yeah. She probably yeah. already has a credit card. She could spend on whatever she wants. At least that's what Mo said. But you know, Mo doesn't know yeah. her life. But yeah, because <laughs> yeah, because she yeah, she does steal some clothing items. She steals the um, she steals something from the pussy palace, like oh, yeah. vibrator. That wait, she steals lingerie as well. That's what she steals oh, yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Which with that scene of a Brady. Uh, getting mad about the vibrator. I was like, bruh, come no, on. Toxic. She's not saying that <laughs> she's not saying that your penis isn't usable. She's just saying that she wants to try stuff out. Like, Brady, are you really that <laughs> basic? I'm good enough. You need nothing more than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's Brady. Like, I'm just saying you can have <laughs> 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 Like, Honestly, personally for me, knowing dudes at my school, I feel like if one of their girlfriends presented them with something like that, because obviously Tabitha was saying that she wanted to use it on herself and not, like, use it on Brady. Mm -hmm. Personally for me, I think, like, the guys at my school would be down for that. Uh, Obviously, it's an obvious display of toxic masculinity. Yeah. Which kind of sucks because in my opinion I feel like it would have been interesting to have Brady come come with a redemption arc obviously like because it seemed like he was kind of oscillating between two things but obviously his nice side was more of a fake side but yeah like the, the whole the whole scene with the vibrator I was like bruh just like she's she's not asking you she's not asking if she can like put it up your butt or something she, she wants to <laughs> use it on herself yeah and and I thought for a second, it's like, wait, isn't it going to cross your mind that she's probably going to use that when you're not around as well? I guess. I don't know. Just. <laughs> I mean. I, I think don't know just, Tabitha's life. It was just him trying to control her some more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe, I don't know, maybe he just wanted to control her. And that was it. Not yeah. like anything having to do with being scared or something like that. Yeah. Cause like yeah, I guess you could read that as a scene of, of um he's what makes her happy. She doesn't need anything else to be happening happy, happy, human or otherwise, and it's kind of um making her get mm-hmm. put in a, a code of now, is codependent the right word? Dependent or codependent? Where, where like, she pretty much has to rely on her. That's what I'm... On him. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. I think it more shows the fact that he won't use, like, the vibrator on her, and he's like, oh, like, nothing's ever good enough for you. I think it's just shows how much he literally doesn't care about her feelings or, like, how anything affects her. Mm-hmm. Like... yeah. He doesn't care if the sex is good for her. He just wants it to be good for him. 
Yeah. Because um, I think it's one of the episodes. I forget which one. The one where um, it opens up with them having sex. And you can obviously tell that Tabitha is not having a good time. Yeah. Was that before or after going in, or that situation we just talked about? Um, I think it was before. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> but, Either way, it can mean a ton of different things. Yeah. Okay, so we've been talking about Brady, and we've been talking about Luca. Let's talk about the resident, in my opinion, resident nice guy, actual good guy, Noah Simos. Well, semi-good guy. He's got, he's got some issues. Uh, but I guess let me ask, what were your overall opinions of him? Did you like him? Did you not like him? Which one? Why so? Um, well, I think I like him. Just, well, yes, he's, he's the nice guy. Um, I like I mean, him in general, but then once he slept with whatever other girl he went to homecoming with, Kayla, that yeah. was kind of, I, I didn't like that. Mm -hmm. That was yeah. like, you have a fight, and so immediately, like, you go out and fuck another girl. Yeah. Didn't he? I thought. Did they have just a fight, or did they like sort of break up? Tabitha broke. Or sorry, not Tabitha. Mo. Mo broke up with him. I'm pretty sure because it was um. Oh, I probably wrote this down. Maybe I didn't. But uh, where like so it was the. Like the I think one of the in the introductory scenes of one of the episodes where Mo is uh parking her bike and then Noah's like, Hey, uh, do you wanna go homecoming with me? And she's like, I guess so. And then later I think he, uh she sees him flirting with the girl, Kayla, and she's like, Nah, I can't do this. You you like are so you like me but you don't like me, and I can't deal with that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Mo was also a little bit flip-flop. Like, she was like, yes, but no. Yeah. And she's like, you Which, can't I mean, like anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not going to go out with you in public, and you can't meet my mom. Yeah. Which I guess is a kind of nice flip of a trope. Maybe... Maybe maybe see more, but like where instead of the job, the job, the jock hiding kind of like the emo type girl, it's the opposite of that. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. I'm thinking just like, yes, she's a little. She, they could have had better <laughs> communication, I guess. Like her leaving room for him to say like what he, like a compromise. <laughs> They could have had more of a compromise in their relationship, I guess. That would have yeah. resulted in more success uh, before the end, because the ending turned out fine, I think. Uh, yeah. But yeah, um, 
I don't know. I'm thinking that maybe when he did wait. go to the dance. Never mind. I shall wait. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was going to say it didn't actually turn out for Andre because she was like, she, it was going to be okay. Like he broke his arm and she took care of him and stuff. And then they oh, were yeah. about to have sex and he's like, I need to tell you something. Oh. Oh, yeah. What's that? And so she's like, fine, I'm just going to leave for Korea. Oh, yeah, okay, then there was no uh, good ending, yeah. I thought that scene happened a little earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that maybe at the dance, and like after the dance with that girl, possibly he could have been pressured into having, you know, sex with her, because... Yeah. And he, he seems like a little, like a pleaser, like he doesn't want to say, like, no, and stuff like that, and also just in general, like, I think guys are taught that they can't really be taken advantage of, they're the ones who take advantage of people, I guess, in a way, talks masculinity, but it's taught, so he probably would have been more ashamed to say that than just, oh, it happened, it meant nothing. Yeah, which... I, in that relationship, I don't like Mo more than I don't like him. Like, I feel like a lot of their problems arose because Mo was like, oh, I can't see you in public. Like, you can't, we, you can't even act like you're my friend or anything. And then she's like, why the fuck didn't you stand up to that girl? Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting to see from a character like Mo because it's not, like, previously established that she's been burned in a relationship. Like, it makes sense that she kind of has these issues because it obviously is rooted with issues with her father and how her her father left and then went to jail. She obviously, you know, can't trust men. Like... And, you know, she she wants to like Noah and trust him, but just, like, her, yeah. how she thinks, because the way that she thinks is that Noah is going to su- suddenly realize, hey, I should go have sex with Kayla. She's way better than Numo. Peace out. Mm-hmm. I think it could be interesting, though, in the future to see, like, how she acts in, like, newer relationships, because... Mm-hmm. How in this one she realized like too late that she loved him. Yeah. Uh, and he had already like slept with yeah. another girl. Yeah. Or more more of like admitted that she loved him because I think that she loved him more or not more, uh uh prior to when she uh she um mm-hmm. calls him. But uh yeah, I, I do agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Personally, in my opinion, like, with Mo and bringing up all her issues of, like, uh, like kind of what you were saying, Regina, where most of the issues are caused by Mo. Personally, in my opinion, the is- there are issues that are caused by Mo, but also Noah can't respect that either. Because, okay, like, the- like I'm trying to imagine how, like, I'm going to compare and explain myself. So I'll try my best. And this is a really, this is going to be a really weird analogy. But 
I'm going to use the analogy of two gay people dating. But one of them is in the closet. The closeted person is Mo, and the out person is Noah. Mm-hmm. Mo doesn't want to be associated with Noah because, you know, or more of like she. Well, actually, yeah, I don't know why she doesn't want to really be friends with her with him, but like, daddy issues with her, and I'm gonna use this analogy in the sense that. If two people were dating a closeted person and a non-closeted person, obviously the closeted person or the non-closeted person would want to show their affection towards the person that they're dating, which obviously makes sense. However, the closeted person, and in this case, Mo doesn't want that to be shown. And the fact that Noah cannot respect that boundary in a sense, because like it it obviously it is weird for Mo. I'm just gonna drop the analogy because I don't need it anymore. It is weird for Mo to like be like no relationships outside of school. But Noah does not respect that boundary. Especially the scene where he literally comes up behind her in a, like a glass room and starts like making out with her. I'm like, Noah, do you not know what a boundary is? <laughs> yeah, I think it's I guess a tricky situation. All around, and yeah. So, yeah, like, personally, like, overall, I did like Noah, but, like, Noah does seem like he is not someone who really, he kind of seems like he wants to hear what he wants to hear instead of what's being said. Now, the other thing with their relationship, though, yeah, is... Mo went to the meetings, obviously, and she was, like, thinking, like, oh, I am, like, so much, like, let better than these people, right, because I don't chocolate or whatever. But she didn't think that. Well, that's what they thought one. That, that's what the oh. other. Oh, yes. Mo and Tabitha. Yeah. So, or Elodie and Tabitha. I thought you were talking about she thought that way. About them. No. Okay. But Sorry. Continue, please. I see how she doesn't really respects Tabitha, doesn't really want to end up with her because she's, like, too basic or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of, like, she doesn't, like, her only reason for not wanting to be with Noah yeah. is because she doesn't want to be, like, seen as, like, basic or whatever, which I think is really stupid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't actually have a reason for not. Yeah. Y- your point about uh, her seeming basic... That does make sense for Mo. As I as I was saying before, how she kind of comes off as very self-righteous and acts like she is better. Mm-hmm. I feel like our points are aligning on how she doesn't want to seem, quote, basic. Uh, yeah. 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 I think she wants to be, I guess, alternative. Or like, not really you know basic yet she does I guess I don't know if it's a basic thing to be really good at school especially science or whatever yeah and math but like it kind of is like that's not really I guess the persona she wants to portray so yeah, I guess she tries to make up for it in other ways that doesn't really 
care. care. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess uh, before, does anyone have any theories possibly about season two? Yes. <laughs> yes, I okay. do. Addy, go off then. Um, I'm, 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 I'm assuming that uh, Elodie and her girlfriend or whatever are gonna get caught somehow. Elodie's probably gonna be put into either a facility or a hospital. <laughs> you think that's uh, gonna? Do you think that's gonna happen during season two or prior or after? Ooh, maybe at the end. Maybe they won't get caught until the end. Which could be interesting. I I don't okay. want that to happen because there's so there's only like two books I think. Oh yeah. Which could be a very interesting and quite dark ending for the show to go. Um. Well, I mean, if the if there's two books, there is. Did they say that this would be the final season? Uh. They didn't say that, so po- a possible third season, I guess. Yeah. Trinkets book. I'm just going to search up. Is there a book three? Um, no, there, there is not. But yeah, I don't think that at this point anybody's going to let it slide. And then mm-hmm. Tabitha's probably going to have to deal with court and stuff because, you know, Brady calls the police at the end. Yeah. Wait. Brady calling the police. Oh yeah, it was kind of just a scene where like he was holding a phone and it had like the police's number on it, and then he pressed call. Um. So yeah, it was probably easy to miss, but uh, yeah. And then I guess Elodie, because he knows that Elodie helped. Um. Well, he also knows that. Well, he could assume that Mo also helped because she also had that triangle. I remember, I remember. But um, Elodie, like, goes up to him and is like, I did it, I can prove it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, he might also, he's gonna definitely also say that Elodie did it. So, maybe the police will also be, like, searching for Elodie. Yeah. Which, so, so I was looking for book two. You know what's, you know what's a very interesting spin? So, in the original book, it's not Mo that sets off the challenge of who can steal the best stuff at the store. It's Tabitha. Oh. Tabitha is the one in the book who challenged the is uh, Mo and Elodie to a steal off, which is very interesting that they changed it to Mo. Yeah, for that the is kind of weird. Show. Um, I guess maybe they're trying to show it like. I guess the other two were Mo's, like, guinea pigs. Like, I want to see what they can do. Yeah. In this situation. Um, but, yeah. Maybe, maybe, like, having to deal with all the police and stuff. Um, Tabitha and maybe Mo, if they figure out Mo also did it, will just end up riding out Elodie in her location because they're, like... She doesn't get to just live her dream life while it's, we're dealing with going to jail or something like that. Do Do you really think that that is like a possible thing that would happen though? 
I mean, <laughs> jealousy. Right? I guess, but like, I guess that would be very interesting to see. Personally, like, I don't think that that would be like a thing that these people would do. Yeah, that's, I mean, if they're really like, yeah, I was gonna say, if they're really like poked into like saying it, then maybe, but oh, maybe not. No, I could imagine season two being like the first couple episodes or something in, or just like the very beginning of the season being like in a treatment center or whatever. Because mm-hmm. once they figure out that they did like Grand Theft Auto, you know, <laughs> yeah, they yeah. said that Tabitha's her dad's lawyer was able to be like oh, like, this will make her stop stealing, and so she kind of needs to stop stealing for that to work. Yeah. yeah. So she's going to get sent to, like, a treatment. That would make a Whatever. lot of sense. Yeah, so they're not going to really go to jail. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Which oh, I wonder... actually could be... Sorry, Addy, you may go. I was gonna say, I wonder how far into the future the second season will be because often, I mean, not even often, like almost every single time, it goes far into the future, at least like a couple weeks to like give some more stuff like revealing, you know, like revealing information that the audience didn't know to keep them engaged, I guess. But then again, it doesn't have to go that far into the future. But it probably will. Yeah. That could be exciting to see. Uh, Yeah. I guess one of my theories, it's a little different from yours, but um, personally, I think it's going to possibly take place like right after, uh, well, more or less like right after the end of season one. And I think that possibly, as you were saying, Addy, before with um, Addy ending up in the treatment center, I think think I think that's gonna happen between season one and season two and I think in season two possibly it's maybe going to be dumb because like I'm thinking like okay would this really like how would the show for the end would it end with them ending their junior year why is that significant you know yeah. uh, and I'm thinking like possibly they so now that Mo might turn into a kleptomaniac as well, maybe one of them presents the idea to steal something really big as a one final heist type thing. And then that's like maybe how the yeah. show ends. Maybe they get caught and it's like very ambiguous of an ending, which could be very good to see. I'm personally thinking that the because they didn't go too much into the consequences before, um, that they'll go into more of the consequences in the second season. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like with, I guess, the politician and whatnot, where you have like kind of like the first level, and then we're going to level two, where it's yeah. like the first level, you get just the go go to these meetings second level you get some more punishment that's a little more than meetings because you yeah yeah 
you did something a little too big. Yeah, I guess that is true. Yeah. Um. So I guess before we recommend or don't recommend, is there anything that we that either of you guys would like to say? Anything that you wanted to say that we did not get to yet? I'm gonna take that silence as a no. Yeah. So, uh, recommendations. Do we recommend the show? Do we not? I would like to start off with Regina as she is our guest. I enjoyed watching the show. I thought it was really over dramatic a little bit um, and didn't really depict very well like actual teenage years, but it was fun and entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, also, yes, Addy, you may go. I'll go last. I also agree that it's very entertaining. Um, I personally find it really fun to watch them steal stuff. Um, I mean, yes, it's not really a good thing that you want to put into people's minds that it's entertaining to steal things, but I don't know. I thought it was cool because it's like, it's like a magic show. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so I think that's fun, but also I guess the story is a little bit, um, I guess not as enjoyable at some points, like, uh, those relationships that we talked about. (laughs) Yeah, those are sour, for sure. Um, okay. Uh, so for me personally, I would also recommend the show. Uh, just like as you guys said before, it was entertaining. Personally, for me, um, I thought the show was pretty good in developing these characters. Like I know I kind of did rag on Tabitha about how you don't really see her internal conflict, um, but like th- these were three-dimensional complex characters like obviously yeah they did stem from the stereotype of like the popular girl the burnout and kind of like the loner kid Mm -hmm. but you see like as you peel back the layers you see that they are extremely complex well i shouldn't say extreme they are they are complex characters obviously there have been more complex characters created but they are not just as they seem and i did i did like the friendship between them i think the friendship is kind of realistic with them kind of being like there's the kind of like what's the best word kind of like instigator there's like the instigator one the kind of scared one and the responsible one yeah as like their friend trio um which I I did like, and uh, even though it is a little longer than uh the previous episodes or not episodes shows that we've been watching, it's uh five it's five hours, so it's not not that long, not that short. I think it's pretty good. Personally, for me, I actually binged it all in one day because <laughs> I just had the time. Uh. So yeah, I think it's a good show. Except yes, for the um child grooming. That's a little nasty. Yeah. 
yeah. Uh, that is our review on Trinket Season 1. Next week, we will be reviewing Trinket Season 2, obviously. Still with Regina. Uh, so I am your co-host, Ryan. I'm your other co-host, Kyle. We had our special guest, Regina. Bye, Regina. Uh, This is the NR podcast, and we will see you next week. Peace.